As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Sleeping with the Numbers podcast. I'm Dylan, and I'll be going through the week six machine learning model picks. But before, as always, we're going to do a question of the day. And a question I, I think people might be interested in, especially if they're interested more in the statistical sides of sports, is uh, where do I get my data? And it's a good question because there's a lot of different sources you can use. But one that I end up going back to quite a bit and one that our model uses um, is Pro Football Reference. They are a fantastic website for basically any football stat you can think of. They have stats for teams, individual players. They have previous draft stats. Um, they even have a new tool here um, that I mess around with just uh, for the free month or whatever. It's called Stathead. And it has a bunch of different little features. So they can have player streak finder, uh, player split finder. So um Really a lot of different things you can use this tool for, NFL, NFL Combine results. But really, uh, I use the the base pro football reference website. That's where we get like our, our points per game, um, turnovers per game, defensive stats. They have literally every football stat you, could, you can think of. Um, they even have uh, odds for the games here. Now, they're not live or anything for the odds. But they will be the I believe they're the closing odds. So if if you wanted to take a look at some historical game and wanted to know what the closing odds were at that time, you can do that. They have all of that data. So um, when I'm uh, giving stats to the model, I'm using Python to read in data from Pro Football Reference. We turn it into a it's called a pandas data frame, if if you know Python. Um, But we turn it's basically a spreadsheet is what a, a data frame is, uh, just a, a Pythonic version of it. So do that. I do some uh, data manipulation there, and then we feed that into our model. Like Ed and I talked about before, we are using a, a linear regression model. So we have a uh, Python package that has that model ready to go. You just give it the X and the Y. Well, X's and Y, and it will predict we're using it to predict actual scores rather than just, you know, binary. Who wins? Is it the over or the under? Is it the spread? Is the spread covered or not? You know, so we're using it to predict actual scores. And that way we can use it to predict all three of those. We can predict the winner from that. We can predict the over under. We can predict the spread. Um, so that's where we get our data and how we use it to uh, train our model and get these machine learning model results that I give to you each week. So let's get into that. And so we are going to take a look here. And before I do that, let, let's look at the overall trend of the model. Last week, uh, last week on the money line, the model went nine for five. It did not do too, too well on the spread. It went five, eight and one. It pushed on the Cincinnati plus three. And then the over under, it went six and eight. So that isn't great for anything but the money line. But when you go and look at the public betting, uh, and do much better. So just kind of an off week, it seems. Um, some of the games it nailed went three for three. Others, it went 0 for three. So it, it really all depended on the game, which, I mean, of course it did. 
And then since we're, we are like a quarter of the way through the season, I wanted to give a uh, kind of a hit rate for for the model. So right now it's at 50 percent for all predictions, 62 and a half percent on the money line, 37.18 percent on the spread, 39.51 percent on the over under. So I, and I will have to stat this out and kind of see if it is improving. We have made a couple tweaks to it, we're using more recent data rather than basing it off of, uh, you know, last year's data. This way, teams have changed. You know, um, teams are not performing as expected, or maybe some teams are performing better or worse. So that affects how this model was trained. And if it is still using the historical data and saying, oh, well, this team did really, really good last year. Let's take the Houston Texans, for example. Um because they still had Deshaun Watson, model doesn't know they don't have Deshaun anymore. It's agnostic to that. It just knows, hey, this is a football team. They were able to score this many points. They allowed this many points. They did this many turnovers. We we have a bunch of features in there that, that we use to predict uh, these results. But anyways, we're giving it more recent data to kind of help it be more accurate. And I did a quick run through of it's picks for this week, at least on the money line side. I, I agree with almost every single one. I think there's one that I don't quite agree with, but we will get into that. Um, so again, overall it's okay. But again, this is at the moment, this is not meant to be followed verbatim. Do not just look at the, Oh, the models betting this. I better bet that too. Please don't do that. I post a thread well, not a thread. I post a comment on the sportsbook subreddit uh, with all the model picks, and I try to get some discussion around the picks. That way, you know, it, it isn't just all based on the model. We want some narrative around it. And it, another thing that we're going to note here, Russell Wilson is going to be out for quite a bit. Model doesn't know that. So it's still predicting the Seattle Seahawks points as if Russell was still there. So that's probably a discussion we'll want to have. And, and if the model is picking Seattle to win, which it is, you know, maybe we talk about that. Do we really think they're going to win? It sounds like they're working out Blake Bortles. I, uh, good luck. <laughs> so, um, so we'll see how that goes. But that is the overall trend of the model at the moment. So the first game we got, Thursday Night Football, Tampa Bay goes to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are seven-point away favorites, over under 52.5, minus 275 on the money line for Tampa, plus 230 for the Eagles. So if you recall, uh, in a, a few episodes ago, I talked about this teaser I'd like to do. I'm taking Tampa for a bunch of different two-team teasers because they're at that key number that I like to see, minus seven. If that minus seven, I do a six-point teaser, that becomes minus one. And really all that means is, do I think Tampa's going to win? Yes, I do. So it's kind of, like I said, similar to taking the money line. It just gets a little bit riskier because you have to rely on two teams to win, not just one. But Tampa is a team I'm taking for that uh, teaser that I like to do. So Tampa is really good. <laughs> as, as we know, they went off last week against Miami, uh, won 45 to 17. Philadelphia also won against Carolina, who I thought was a pretty good defense. But Carolina's offense really just did not perform. 
So I think that's kind of more on them than it is the Eagles being good. Um, they won 21 to 18, so by a field goal, but it that was a pretty close game. Tampa Bay getting the third most points per game, the Eagles the 16th. Third yards per game for Tampa, 14th for the Eagles. Interesting how close those are um, in relation, the yards to the points, but that makes sense. Tampa is first in rushing yards per game, while the Eagles are 30th. And if you're a Miles Sanders owner, you know that. You know that all too well. So something to take note here, Tampa's really good at moving the ball, not just in the passing game, but in the rush game as well. So let's take a look at the model. The model has Tampa Bay winning 33-24. to It gives us a total of 50 well, it's 56, but I have a lot of decimal points here. So when it does do the sum, it's taking 57. Either way, it is over the 52 and a half. Um, that's okay. I, I don't know how much I agree with the the over here. Um, there has been only one Thursday night game so far, and that was in week two that hit the over. Every other game was the under. So it really... Depends on what you believe here. Um, the thought is that this line is made so early, the over-under line, that they, they shoot too high. And because of that, it, it tends to be incorrect, as we've seen. So four of the five weeks for Thursday Night Football, it has been the under. So I'm personally probably going to be taking the under on this one. But, I mean, Tampa can put up numbers. I don't really know if the Eagles stay too competitive. Um, you know, if we look at the implied final score, 29 and three quarters for Tampa, 22 and three quarters for Philadelphia. So that's a close one. I It really depends on if you think the Eagles are, are going to be scoring a whole bunch. I don't. <laughs> so I'll take the under here. Models taking the over. Tampa to, way, to win. And it will be taking uh, Tampa minus seven next game another battle for florida <laughs> miami takes on jacksonville uh the the jags are three and a half point home underdogs 47 point over under miami at minus 190 jacksonville at plus 165 giving an implied point score of 22 for jacksonville 25 for miami i i I kind of want to say Jacksonville wins. This might be their win. I, I think they can do it. I don't think Miami is a tough team. I think they get a win here. I hate. I really hate saying it. Urban Meyer is so terrible. And if anyone can screw this up, he can. But personally, that I I like Jacksonville at plus one sixty five. If if they. Man, if they just play this right, give James Robinson the ball, let Trevor do his thing, quit meddling with your good players is really what I want to say to Urban. So um, I think I like Jacksonville to win here. Let's take a look at the model. So this is a little interesting here. So, so the model does have Jacksonville winning 26 to 21. Um, it will take, what's it going to take here? I believe it's going to take the over just barely by decimals 
of that 47 points. So it's barely predicting the over for 47, but that's what it's going to take. And then for the spread, obviously, if it's taking Jacksonville to win, it's going to take Jacksonville plus three and a half. And I'm absolutely okay with that. Uh, I, If I'm going to bet on this game, I'm going to bet on the Jags. I, I think there's enough return there that will make it worth it. All right, next we got a divisional matchup, Packers-Bears. Packers are four and a half point away favorites, 45 and a half point over-under, so pretty low. That's probably because of the Bears. Minus 200 for the Packers on the money line, plus 170 for the Bears. Fields is going to be starting again. Uh, yikes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really agree with that. Damian Williams looks good, but the passing game is just atrocious. They, they got a win against Las Vegas. I kind of feel like that might have a little bit more to do with Las Vegas and their whole situation right now than it would with Chicago being a good team. Not saying Vegas handed them that win, but you don't want to be playing for a coach that's a giant asshole. And that's kind of just, that's being nice, saying he's he's just that. But there's a lot of other words we can use here. Anyways, I I think Green Bay to win. I want to say they cover here as well, but Cincinnati made it competitive. But I also think Cincinnati's a much better team than Chicago. So, personally, I would take Packers to win, Packers to cover. 44.5 is a really good line. <laughs> so, let's see here. So, in the last three, Packers have put up 25, 27, 30. Chicago, 20, 24, and 6. That seems to be kind of trending ter- towards the over there. Uh, would I actually take it? I I don't really know. But these divisional games can always be like a chess match. So this this could end up being close. Um, I, I still think Packers win and cover. Turning to the model. Model has the Packers to win. But it does have Chicago to cover. It is predicting 41 total points, which is going to be under that 44 and a half point total line so that is what the model will be going with i yeah i'm I'm absolutely fine with the under here spread again i like i said i think green bay covers here but tbd we'll see what happens next we have a fantastic matchup and one i will absolutely be targeting for dfs the chargers play the ravens the ravens are minus three home favorites 51 and a half point over under Minus 150 for the Ravens on the money line. Plus 125 for the Chargers. I like the Chargers. (laughs) I like the Chargers to win this game. Um, Baltimore's defense got kind of showed up by the Colts. And if the Colts can do that, it'll be cool to see what the Chargers can do. The Chargers have just been on fire. Uh, Putting up a ton of points, 47 last game against Cleveland, who I think had a fantastic defense, 28 against Vegas, 30 against Kansas City, but Kansas City's defense, nothing to really write home about. Both of these teams on a win streak, Uh, Chargers, three game win streak, Ravens, four game win streak. Ravens have put up 19, 23 and 31 in their last three. So. Man, let's shoot for the over. That's going to be an exciting game. I Again, if I'm betting this one, I think I like the Chargers to win. Oh, wow. Okay, so the model is going to be taking the Ravens to win by point 
0.23 points. So it's basically predicting a tie. So who knows? Maybe maybe you bet a tie, which I'm sure has fantastic odds. Um, it will be taking the over 52 points. But either way, Baltimore to win, Chargers to cover, and over 51 and a half. I said 52 here because that's what we took it at. But that's even better at 51 and a half. Next matchup, this one is, uh, I guess, kind of interesting. The Vikings take on the Panthers. Vikings are one point away. Favorites, 46 point over under. Minus 110 on the money line for the Vikings. Minus 105 for the Panthers. When it's this close of a game, I almost always just want to take the underdog because the odds are there. Uh, Basically, this means it's a coin flip. And if it's a coin flip, I'm going to take the better odds. So it's expecting a very close game. Predicting 22.5 for Carolina, 23.5 for Minnesota based on those lines. Who knows if Dalvin Cook is back, but if he's not, it probably won't matter. Alexander Madison has been getting it done. They barely beat Detroit, but he had a hell of a game. Carolina on a two-game losing streak since Dallas kind of exposed them. Um, We talked about them having a soft schedule to open up with, but now they're getting into more competent teams. So turning it over to the model, the model is going to take Carolina to win and it's going to be taking the under 46 points. It's predicting 41 for the total. And yeah, I'm absolutely okay with that. So Carolina to win cover under 46. And I'm noticing like I'm agreeing too much with the model here on, on a lot of these. Um, there's not as much, uh, uh, fight, I'm putting up because I, I agree with a lot of these. Uh, now, maybe come discussion time on Reddit, it'll it'll be better. And it's not just, you know, me talking. I can have a discussion with other other competent people. Um, but right now I'm agreeing with this quite a bit. I think it was just the um, the Chicago game so far that I really didn't like. Next matchup, Kansas City is taking on the Washington football team. Kansas City is a minus seven away favorite. So again, I'm going to be taking Kansas City for the the two-team teaser I do. So pay attention to my action network at fantasy, fantasy, P-Y-A-N-T-A-S-Y. And you can follow my teasers. They've been working out pretty well. I'm very happy with them. So Kansas City, minus seven point away favorites. Highest over-under of the week at 55.5 points. This is probably due to Kansas City having, of course, a great offense, but a poopy defense. So they expect Washington to be able to to come back and score. And sure, yeah, that that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, Would I take the over? Probably not. Anytime it's kind of near, like 54 to 50 and above is kind of where I'm like, eh, I don't know. I don't know if it hits it there. I generally take the under and the under has kind of been the best bet as of this season. And that's one thing we noticed with our model at the beginning of the season, it was predicting the over quite a bit and that was not working at all. You know, if you go back and, and look at our model picks, I think it would take the under for maybe two games. Whereas the odd shark model They take the under for most of them and only do the over for a few. And they've been doing a lot better on the over under than our model has. So just an interesting trend there. So I 
Kansas City should win this game. Uh, do they cover? They should. I won't be taking this spread, but I would, uh, like I said, I'm going to put that in my teaser, and I'm likely trending towards the under 55 and a half points. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire is going to be out. It is going to be Williams in the starting role there. I don't know how much that matters. You know, their offense is built around Tyreek and Kelsey. Clyde has been doing nothing. He's been doing okay, but their offense is in the passing game not the rush game. So I don't really think that impacts the team too much. Model is taking Kansas City to win, but it will be taking Washington football team to cover that plus seven point spread. And it's predicting a ton of points here. It's predicting 67 total points. So it's giving 35 to Kansas City, 32 to Washington. So it's expecting a very high scoring game. That'd be great. You know, another one to target for DFS. Another matchup here. Don't want to spend a ton of time here on this one because it 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 seems too easy, obvious. Um, and sometimes when things are way too obvious, don't take that bet. It's usually a trap. So Los Angeles Rams taking on the Giants. Not saying I don't think the Rams are going to win, but the spread, uh, that's one to be careful on. So Rams taking on the Giants. Rams 10-point away favorites 47 and a half point over under minus 600 on the money line for the rams please do not take that bet nothing is a lock giants at plus 425 uh giants are beat up barkley's gonna be out i think galladay is gonna be out Kadarius tony is probably their only um starting wide receiver i don't know if sterling shepherd's back this week pay attention to that listen to our injury report podcast daniel jones might even be out might be Blaine Gabbert. So, again, pay attention to this. Uh, the Giants are beat up. And if none of their guys play, give me the under. And probably the minus 10 as well. Um, pay attention to my action network if I actually take that bet. But if the Giants have nobody on their team, I don't want any part of it. So turning to the model, the model has the Rams to win as it should. It has the Rams. Oh, that is very close. So it's predicting 31 points for the Rams, 21 for the Giants, which would put it, well, we got to get into the decimal points here. So if we give the Giants plus 10, they would win. Okay, so it's going to take the Giants to cover here, and it is taking the over, predicting 52 points, which is over the 47.5 point total line. Next matchup, divisional matchup. Wow. Second place AFC Houston Texans take on the third place AFC South Indianapolis Colts. Colts are 10-point home favorites. 43-point over-under. Minus 450 on the money line for the Colts. Again, please don't take that. Uh, We saw what the Texans almost did to the Patriots, so be careful there. Uh, Texans plus 350 on the money line. I like the over in this game, honestly. The Texans showed that they could put up points against a defense that I thought was really good with the Patriots. Um, So I like the over here. Colts could score on Baltimore. Texans could score on the Patriots. Colts defense is very good. um, But 43 is a pretty low line, and I'm I'm absolutely okay with taking that over 43 there. Uh, Minus 10 is closer. I don't really like the Colts that much, so I probably won't touch that. 
Um, looking at the model, the model has the Colts to win, uh, but it does have the Texans to cover the plus 10 point spread, and it will be taking the over 43 over under. Another matchup here, Cincinnati Bengals are three and a half point away favorites taking on the Detroit Lions. 47.5 point over under, minus 175 for the Bengals. I probably, I, I'm, I'm okay with taking that money line. I might do that. Uh, plus 150 for the Lions. Uh, yeah, I like, I like Cincinnati here to win, cover. No, 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 no. Cincinnati to win, Detroit to cover. Detroit always seems to cover. It is the most confusing thing. So if we look at um, the against the spread, all right, maybe it's not always. Detroit's three and two with the spread. So they seem to cover more often than not. It's over 50%. But it, it just feels like they keep every game just competitive somehow. So I I think that's what I'll end up doing. Um, and then maybe the over here. Let's check out the trends here for the over-under for these teams. So if uh, – who we got? So Cincinnati – Cincinnati has only hit the over one out of their five games. Uh, Detroit has only hit two out of their five games. So I guess the under might be the move here if, you know, if we want to play it based off of those trends. The model, however, is going to be taking uh, Cincinnati to win. It's going to take Cincinnati to cover. And it will be taking the under that 47 and a half point spread. And if you look at these trends, that makes sense. Another matchup here, one I would likely be targeting for another matchup here. Another good target for DFS Cardinals take on the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns are minus three point home favorites, which I'm I'm shocked by that. I will absolutely be taking Arizona Uh, 50 point over under minus 150 money line for Cleveland plus 125 for the Cardinals. Give me the Cardinals the entire way. Uh, Money line point spread. Um, over under both of these teams can score. So in their last three, Cardinals put up 17, 37, 31, Cleveland put up 42, 14, 26. Okay. Maybe Cleveland doesn't score that much. It was just that last game. I had a little recency bias there. Um, but Arizona can score 50 points would give an implied total of 26 and a half to Cleveland, 23 and a half for Arizona. No, I'm locking that bet in now. Give me the Cardinals to win and cover. Um, the model, the model agrees. Good job. There we go. Awesome. So Cardinals to win. It will be taking Cardinals to cover as well. And it's going to be taking the over 50 points. It's predicting 55 total points. I have no problem with that. I probably won't actually bet on the over under, but definitely going to take the Cardinals money line and point spread. Next matchup one, again, I'm, I'm a little surprised by how close it is, but the Dallas Cowboys are three and a half point away favorites against the New England Patriots, 50 and a half point over under minus 175 on the money line for the Cowboys plus 150 for the Patriots. I like the Cowboys here to win and cover. I lean towards the under just because I don't think New England can score. Um, really all there is to say here, they didn't look good against Houston. If Houston can score on them, the Cowboys can easily score on them. So give me, give me them Cowboys. All my Texas friends will be happy to hear me say that. Won't happen often. Model taking Dallas to win, Dallas to cover, and it will be taking the 
under 50 and a half points. Next, we have an AFC West matchup. The Las Vegas Raiders with a new head coach will be taking on the Denver Broncos. The Broncos are uh, three and a half point home favorites. Over under 44 and a half minus 175 for the Broncos on the money line plus 150 for the Raiders. If you want to play narrative, take the Raiders here. They get rid of that dickhead. They're probably fired up. You know, if you like playing that narrative street, but I like the Raiders either way. I like them more than the Broncos. So narrative players other than Derek Carr. Yuck. <laughs> um, players narrative. I, I, I like the Raiders here. Um, I would take the Raiders to cover Raiders to win. And then over under 44 and a half. I think I lean towards the under. These guys aren't big scoring teams. Um, what do we got? Points per game. 22.6 for the Raiders. 20.4 for the Broncos. So, you know, if we go based off that, it's basically right at that line. That's probably how they determine what to make the line. I probably lean over, I think. Let, let's look at the trends. Let's see what goes on here. So Las Vegas is 2 of 3 for the over. So 40% of the time they hit the over. Denver, 20% of the time they hit the over. So yeah, two low-scoring teams. So yeah, I guess I lean towards the under here. The model has Denver winning this game. So this is one where I, I do think I disagree with them. Um, you know, it's taking the favorite here. Uh, so it's taking Denver to win, Denver to cover, and then it will be taking the under 44 and a half points. So I at least agree with it there. Um, but personally, I like the Raiders. I think they deserve a win here. All right, Sunday night football. We have a Super Bowl um, replay, I guess we'll call it. So Steelers playing the Seahawks. Steelers are four and a half point home favorites at Heinz Field, 42 and a half point over under minus 200 on the money line for the Steelers, plus 170 for Seattle. Um, Seattle without Russell Wilson. This one will be interesting. Um, I, I'm, I'm not going to actually bet on it <laughs> because I've been disappointed before, but the Steelers should win this game. Uh, no Russell Wilson for Seattle is a big problem. Our defense is still really good. We also lost Juju, but we have Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool, Najee Harris. We should win here. But again, that, that's a should. Uh, if it actually happens, TBD, the model is going to take the Seattle to win, uh, Seattle to cover, and it will be taking the over just barely. It's predicting 44 points which is over that 42-and-a-half-point line. Let's go Steelers. And the final game of the week, another high-scoring one for Monday Night Football. Because it's the Buffalo Bills, all they do is put up points. Buffalo taking on the Tennessee Titans. Titans are 5-and-a-half-point home underdogs. 54-point over-under, minus 250 on the money line for Buffalo. I'm surprised it's that low. Uh, not saying I'm going to take it, but I am surprised it is that low. Um, Tennessee Titans at plus 200 on the money line. They're starting to get healthy again, but really all that matters is Derrick Henry. Um, he has a tough matchup here against Buffalo, but it's Derrick Henry. I He'll put up 150 because that is just who he is. Um, A.J. Brown is back. Julio Jones, I think, is trending towards playing. Um, again, pay attention to our Injury Report podcast here. Bill should win this. Bill should cover. Uh, over under, I, b -b 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 I think 
I think I'll take the over. It's very close. Like I said, when it's over these, um, like 54 plus is kind of like my line. Let's, let's check out the trends again. So Buffalo is two for three. That surprises me. I guess because the other teams don't score. They're the only ones scoring. So 60% of the time, Buffalo hits the under. Tennessee hits the under 40% of the time. So it's kind of, you know, average that out. That's 50%. So flip a coin. Um, but that's that. That's what makes a good line. It That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to get people to split on it. Um, model, however, is going to take the Bills to win, just barely taking the under, predicting 53 points. The current line is at 54. If that were to change, so does the model bet. Um, so pay attention to that. Uh, model has its own action network. It is SWTN underscore ML underscore model. You can also follow it at our website at sleepingwiththenumbers.com. But that's going to do it for these model picks. Uh, it was a pretty quick one, ran through it pretty quick, uh, but I didn't have a lot of disagreement with the model on this one. Um, if you have any other insights here, if you disagree with a pick, if you agree with a pick, if you want to know more about the model, hit me up. I'm all about talking about this. I like geeking out about stats, about Python, machine learning. It's all really, really fun. Um, if you're interested in that stuff, please do not hesitate to reach out to me. I'm on Twitter at SWTN underscore Dylan. If you want to tweet me there, um, let's chat. Let's chat. I want to remind you that you can also follow us on Instagram at sleeping with the numbers, TikTok at sleeping with the numbers, YouTube sleeping with the numbers, look up sleeping with the numbers for there. Um, follow our action networks. All of those links are in the description. Uh, we're affiliated with uh, monkey knife fight so if you want to get into some prop bets and you want a bonus offer a little a little nudge to go and play check out our link in the description you get your first deposit match instantly up to 100 we are also affiliated with BarkBox. so if you have a pet a dog i have two and you love them and you want to get them, you know, a subscription box that they can look forward to. Um, it's actually really fun watching them open up packages. Uh, they get toys, treats, all sorts of stuff. There's uh, monthly themes that, that they have that are fun. So this month is, of course, Halloween themed. If you want to get your dog a subscription box that you two can enjoy together, they'll love it. You'll love it. Check out our link in the description and you get a free month when you sign up.